きまーす Welcome to another word vomit episode tonight. And we are going to be talking about another one of those topics that is very close to my heart. Yes, it's still me, Jess, and join me as we talk about queer parenting. It has just been a few days since the month of June concluded. Yes, Pride Month has already ended. But that does not mean that our struggle or our issues also come to an end. I would like to talk about how queer parents affect kids and how it is actually affecting our society in general. Let's see if it's more rampant. Let's see if it's more accepted. I don't know. What do you think? So join me in a bit and let's go to the show. I was trying to look for data, numbers to give you at least an idea of how prevalent queer parents,、uh, queer parenting is in the country of the Philippines. However, I wasn't able to find any. Surprise, surprise. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. I would characterize the Philippines to be one of the most conservative countries in the world. Yes, it's, I know it's a very you know, big claim. And you might even refute it and say that, nah, Phobies is very modernized, Jess. How can you say it's very conservative? I mean, look at it. Look at the prevalent culture. May it be in the provinces or in, you know, in the cosmopolitan areas. Nah, I'm pretty sure Phobies is very modernized. Hmm. Coming from a Filipino, who <laughs> was born and raised in the Philippines, mind you, I would really say that the Philippines is one of the most, I won't say backward, but、um, very slow to progress towards modernity. We are a predominantly Roman Catholic country, which also tells you that we value <laughs> the religious beliefs. Very much in our culture. It permeates and it invades and it governs even the most individual of our instincts. Heck, did you know that aside from Vatican City, Philippines is the only country in the world who has no divorce laws? Yes, you heard that right. There is no divorce in the Philippines. You might say, but Jess, there's annulment. I hate to break it to you though. Annulment is so different from divorce. When you say divorce, you're saying person A and person B were married and now the marriage is ended or has ended. In annulment, however, person A and person B were married and now we are dissolving this marriage and it does not. Well, it will no longer exist. Also, it never existed at all. Like, person A and person B were never married in the beginning. Yep. That is, that is very different. So, yes, aside from the Vatican City, the Philippines is the only country in the world who has no divorce laws. 
I will tell you that the Philippines is the only country who has no divorce. Period. I'm not saying Vatican is not a country, but you know what I mean. So, what's the importance of this? I mean, just we're talking about queer parenting here. Well, I just wanted to give you an idea of how it is in the Philippines. Outside, you may say that we are modern and we are a little bit globalized, but when it comes to culture, when it comes to to societal norms and all that, we are very much still sleeping with the most strict and conservative culture ever. And that would also seep through the the institution of 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 the family as an institution or the family as a nuclear unit. So what am I trying to say here? Or what are you trying to say, Jez? Well, the fact that we don't have data to show the prevalence or if there is any presence of queer parenting in the Philippines that that does not tell you that does not tell us much but that would only mean that it will be very difficult to actually make an argument stating that queer parenting does not actually impact negatively the children it's going to be difficult to say that so i'm going to go or i'm going to opt for a qualitative approach let's just describe how it is in the philippines and from there you're going to be able to gauge if it is going to be negatively impacting kids or not you know what Divorce is not legal in my country. Much more same-sex marriage. And the irony of this is gay marriage is being banned or is not being legalized because of one of the things or one of the uh, main arguments against same-sex marriage is its negative impact to the Filipino family. Legislators claim that children will be negatively affected if they are raised by two gay people. Because they actually believe that gay people have, of course, the gay agenda. They're not good role models. Hence, they won't be good parents. And if that is the case, they will not be able to raise their children normally. And they will not be able to raise the children uh, positively and arm them with you know lessons and make them prepared for life that's the main argument of of you know not legalizing same-sex marriage in my country and it's not even backed by science it's not even backed by numbers it's just because of the prejudice the lawmakers prejudice against same-sex unions which is actually being enforced by their religion so it's really sad i i uh, personally i think it's sad and 
as a gay person, I, I also think that it's a load of bullshit. <laughs> there are no studies that will give you a definite conclusion that having queer parents will make you a queer person or make you an, a, a, a bad person. There is no way in the world that we will have data to show that. Number one, because being gay and queer, it's not really something that you report to your statistics or your senses. I mean, there's no, there's not much data on how many people are gay in a certain country. I guess... It's safe to say that we are marginalized, that marginalized, that we're not even given any representation or we're not even given any afterthought of being studied that much. I actually think that they're missing a lot. I mean, I know a lot of gay people and boy, they're missing a lot and targeting our group. <laughs> Anyways... Um, the fact that we don't have much studies on gay culture or, or the prevalence or the, the the presence of gay people in a country also lets uh, also supports the idea that you can't conclude or you can't make a, a, a logical conclusion that they will not be able to raise kids right. So, at the end of the day, the argument that we will never legalize same-sex marriage because, you know what, marriage is for procreation and having a family uh, legally or rather biologically. Gay people, people of the same gender, will not be able to procreate. So, that's one argument. Second argument is, well, gay people are a bad influence to, to others. And that is one of the things that I want to, I want to not really negate, but I want to talk about more because I believe parenting is not dependent on your race, your gender, or your age, or whatever socioeconomic status you are in. Socioeconomic demographic. (laughs) I, I forgot what you call all those. Those factors will never influence the way you will be raising your child or the way you will be molding your child into into a law-abiding and good citizen. Sure, it may influence a few things like, you know, how you are going to be able to raise them. If you're going to be raising your child in the slums or if you're going to be raising your child in a, you know, in a good community. Sure, those will have direct impact. I, I, I would I would agree with that. But them being gay will never, ever make any impact on how a child will be raised. People say that if gay parents have children, they will raise that child gay. If we follow that same logic... 
straight people should be producing straight, you know, a straight individual too. But guess what? It's actually straight people who produce gay children. So there is no one-to-one correlation between, you know, your the parent's gender and uh, the child's gender or sexual orientation or gender expression. There is no direct correlation to this. What matters most is how you will be raising your child. And that will only be influenced on the it will only be influenced by who you are as a person. So, if you happen to be raised by gay people, law-abiding, upright people who happen to be gay, then I'm pretty sure you will also be raised and uh, you would have a good foundation. You would have role models to follow. And the child despite being raised in a queer setting will not be affected it can be and will be rather a functioning and productive and contributing member of society I personally have not met an individual who was raised by queer parents however I am raising a child. I am a mother to a six-year-old boy who has asked me why, or not rather asked, but when my son was four years old and he was already starting school, one day he just approached me and said, you know what, mom, I don't have a dad. And that was a very, it caught me off guard because I was expecting him to ask me, mom, where is my dad? You might be thinking, okay, Jess, it's not really rocket science. It just said he has no dad, but think of it this way. He never asked why he has no father. He stated matter matter of factly that he has no dad. There was no follow-up question. And I answered him, Yes, you don't have a father. You have me. Only a mom. But I'm also your mother and father because I'm the one raising you just on my own. And I had to answer him truthfully as well why he has no father. And that also included a discussion of my sexual preference, my gender orientation. And you know what? It was not really difficult to explain it to a kid. People say that they, us, explaining our choices, life choices, will have a negative impact on the child. But I think people believe this because they have a hard time explaining things to a child. They think the child cannot grasp ideas. The child cannot grasp these these thoughts that we are having a hard time understanding ourselves. 
despite being adults. However, if I'm gonna glean from my personal experience, I'm gonna tell you it was easy for me to, to explain to my son that I was gay because I never wavered. I knew who I was, I knew what I want, and I am confident that this is not gonna define who I am as a parent. I have goals for my son and that does not even I mean, it does not even uh, I'm not even encumbered by my my sexual identity for just reach those goals. Me being gay was never an issue of me raising my son. I don't want to oversimplify this and say that, you know what, it doesn't matter if you're gay and you raise a kid, that kid will turn out fine. But that's what is happening. All I did was to be honest to my son and I told him that yes, I am gay, yes. I am your mother, you don't have a father. You might have a mother in the near future, who knows whatever, whatever is going to be, be given, uh, whatever is going to be handed over to my plate, that's, that's what's going to happen. And I guess I'm going out on a limb here and I'm going to say that that is also what is going to happen in the, in the bigger picture. In, in, in the macro setting. Sure, we have no formal studies, no formal data of how many gay people are there in the Philippines, how many gay families, or how many children are being raised by gay parents. We don't have those data to give us a clear picture of what is going on. But I don't see any any reason for us to look down upon these kids who are being raised by queer parents. I know for a fact that these kids are gonna be raised well. Because you know what? We're, we're handicapped to begin with. They are raised by parents who are part of the minority group. They're already being raised in adversity. And they're being raised in such a way that they're being prepared for what they can actually encounter in the future. I'm going out on a limb here and I'm telling you that these, ki- these kids who are being raised by queer parents are going to be even more well-adjusted individuals compared to parents, uh, to kids who actually have straight parents. Yes, I'm going out on a limb and saying that. Being born in such a disadvantage gives you this gives this idea of you need to prepare. You need to be tough skinned, you need to do this, you need to do that in order to just not be acceptable, but you know, tolerated in such a society 
a society that is as rigid and conservative as the Filipino society. So, I know it sounds so... I know it's very <laughs> heavy, but I guess we, we, we can dive into queer parenting more in the future, like, you know, practical tips and whatnot. But I just wanted this out, uh, said out there, that being raised by queer parents does not make you a bad person automatically or doesn't mean that you're going to be raised wrong. If you are being raised right, that would be because the person is not gay or not, they're, they're not straight. It's because you are raised by good people. Good people raise good kids. And that one, I know we can have, or there are studies to prove those. <laughs> I always thought that being gay is one of my, one of the biggest ways or the most glaring way to identify or describe me. But I also realized that if that is the biggest or the most important part of me, how come that does not play a role into me raising my kid I know what the gender norms are in my society in my culture and I try to I I, I try to deconstruct those and I try to raise my son in the most respectful way that I could think of I am trying to raise a man who knows how to be fair, how to respect others, and how to be kind. And yes, I am queer as fuck. <laughs> so good night. Until next time, guys. Jazzy out. <laughs>